young people wish that they had the recognition, experience, and authority of older people, and older people wish they had the youth, tenacity, and fearless nature of young people. Neither one can really have what the other has, and yet both have to exist in a world together, and both have to, quite commonly, work hand in hand. And not just work, but live, communicate, speak, engage. As a young person, I could only speak to my half of the equation, and that is that there's something of a paradox of what it means to be young and still wish to speak about life. I am the type of young person, if I can be called a young person, depends on who you're asking, but I think 24 is young. I still think of myself pretty much as a kid. As a kid, quote unquote, I still have a desire to wrestle with and figure out and talk about ideas that are true of everyone, no matter their age, no matter where they are in life. And that puts me in somewhat of a difficult position. Because you see, obviously, I wish that I had 30, 40 more years of experience of thinking, of reading, of writing, of working through all of these different things that I talk about before I could talk about them because I would have such a better position. I would have such a better understood opinion. I would have such a better understanding of what has already been said. I would have a better understanding of things that I'm missing. And yet I can't wait 30 or 40 years because my life is now. I am living now. I'm thinking now. I am working through things now. I don't think I'm alone in this sensation as a young person, regardless of what you think young is. Most people alive are always going to have people who are wiser, older, more experienced, more articulated, more articulate than they are in life. Therefore, almost all of us are young by some definition. Therefore, this applies to all of us, this idea that how do we speak now about something we know we are not the expert in? We know there are others who know more than us. We know there are others who have said it better than us. We know that we ourselves, in a matter of years, months, even weeks sometimes, will understand something better than we do now. And yet we can't wait. We have to speak now. We have to try now. Because if we keep waiting before we know it, now will be the last moment that we have to do anything. And our death will come. I think this is coming strongly from who I am as a person and what my personality is. So take this with a grain of salt. But I would rather touch the stove now and feel that it's hot than wonder if it's hot for years before finally touching it or never touching it at all. To put it another way, I would rather speak now and be wrong than wait for years to speak and either be right or wrong. Because time to me is the only finite thing that I see. My ability to work through difficulty and my ability to overcome failures is not finite. If I mess up, if I say something that turns out not to be true, I can deal with that. But if I never speak at all, I can't deal with that. There's nothing to be dealt with. Life comes to an end and nothing ever happened. This is only one way of thinking about this idea of the young thinker, the young leader's paradox. The idea that there will always be a point in the future when you could say it better, when you could explain it better, when you would understand better. But you can't wait for that point. You have to speak now. You have to think now. You have to try now. I think that the key to this is to move forward with humility 
And you do this by understanding that you are, in fact, less knowledgeable, less articulate, less experienced than pretty much everyone above you, everyone you can think of. And yet you still have to speak and therefore do it with humility. Do it with an awareness of who you are and a respect for who you will be. And two, curiosity. So one, you have to maintain an open mind. You cannot think that you have discovered the truth. I cannot think that I always will know the answer. And this is the way that you can proceed with confidence and with a bit of what others might deem recklessness as far as the articulation of ideas that you yourself don't fully yet understand. This is how you proceed in this manner, with curiosity and open-mindedness, understanding that there are things that you don't understand and therefore you must listen. You must pay attention to critiques. You must pay attention to pushback. And two, humility. But these two things must be combined with your confidence and your courage to speak in the first place. And these three things together, I think, are what takes a young person forward, being as careful as they can be not to hurt anyone around them, while also being confident enough to venture into areas that they themselves will wish they had ventured into sooner in a matter of years when they grow older, quote unquote. So I encourage you, whoever you are, if you think that there are others above you who know more, who are experienced more, who can say it better, I still encourage you to say it yourself, to work through those things in an honest and transparent way that others can understand and follow. One, you might inspire someone. You might help someone figure something out that they themselves are struggling with. And two, you will very quickly draw feedback and criticism, but most importantly, feedback from those who do understand this thing more than you, and they will come alongside and they will help you understand. So either way, everyone benefits. The only situation in which no one benefits, and in fact harm is done, is your inaction. If you never do anything, if you never speak out, if you never try to wrestle with the ideas in your mind, you'll come to a day, you'll come to a point, you'll come to a moment when you have no more moments to wait for and when you did not speak at all. So overcome this paradox that comes with youth, that comes with inexperience, in order that one day you won't have to look back and say, I wish I had tried. <laughs>